Thanks for joining the Sailing to Retirement podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the magic number 300. It's one of the most important numbers to know in financial planning. My name is Terry Martin. I'm a registered investment advisor that's been working with our clients for over 20 years. I live in West Palm Beach and have served in the United States Air Force as an F-15 crew chief at McCord Air Force Base. This episode is going to include a few hypothetical examples. So before investing, make sure you talk to a financial professional, preferably an advisor that acts as a fiduciary. I have a complete episode on the different types of financial advisors, which is in episode eight of the podcast. Now, financial planning and more importantly, income planning and retirement, it really comes down to one simple number, and that's 300. If you've had the opportunity to attend one of our workshops, then you know what that number represents. You see, once you understand this simple concept, the rest of your financial plan, and more importantly, again, the income plan, becomes academic. 300 is the amount of money you're going to need in retirement to receive $1,000 a month. You see, the number 300 represents $300,000. Now, I said it was a simple concept. It's not that simple to accumulate $300,000. And due to a few market corrections, like in 2008 and 2001, it's not that easy to get or save $300,000. So a guy by the name of William Bengen came up with this 4% rule in 1994 which simply states that someone can withdraw 4% of their investments with a 3% cost of living increase each year and not run out of money within 30 years. So let's look at how we came up with the 4% rule. Again, we use the 300 as a simple representation of that, but if you took 4% of 300,000, it equals $12,000. You simply take $12,000, divide it by 12, and you'll come up with $1,000 a month. And again, the 4% rule just simply says that for any amount that you have in savings, you can take 4% out that will grow with inflation as it's invested in the stock market and also in the bond market and take the money out. Now, there are a few issues with this theory. First off, bonds were significantly higher in 1994 when he came up with this. We are now in some of the lowest yields in bonds we've ever seen. And secondly, if the market loses 40 to 50%, like it did in 2008, then you may be taking out too much to recoup and end up running out of money. Now, let's face it. If you were taking income at around 4%, and let's say the market did drop by 50%, Now you're taking 8%. The point here is that you may need to suspend your withdrawals out of your portfolio if it were to drop by 30% or more. And so that's really hard to do, especially if you've set up your retirement in such a way that you're taking money out to supplement your income. So it's a really hard thing to do. And the second thing is it's called sequence of returns. And that's going to be for another show. But in essence, what that means is that if you're taking money out and the market crashes just as you're getting ready to retire, you may end up running out of money before you run out of retirement or years in your life. So not something we really want to plan for. Certainly, we don't want any of our clients to endure. So what does this mean? Let's suppose for a second that a family is earning about $100,000 a year. So as a general rule of thumb, when you go to retire, you want to live on about 80% of what you were making pre-retirement. 
So if you're making 100, you really want to live on about 80,000. Let's also assume that you're retiring at your full retirement age as far as Social Security goes. Uh, again, we have another whole podcast on when you should just start taking Social Security. But for this example, let's assume that you get full benefits at age 66. So you, you are working, you've got 100,000, you need 80,000. And for ease, let's say your Social Security benefits are $2,000 a month. So a family that needs 80,000 is going to need about 6,700 a month, right? 6,700 times 12 is 80,000. But you have to also deduct the amount you get for Social Security, right? So you're going to get that every month. So you've got your $6,700 you need every month. $2,000 of it is covered by Social Security, which is going to leave you with needing to earn from your savings or any, any other assets that you have $4,700 a month. How much money do you need using the 4% rule to get to $4,700 a month? You know, and for just giggles, let's say, do you think it's 500,000? That's not even close. Is it a million dollars? Well, you're getting warmer, but still no cigar. Hold on your hat because this family, and again, they were making 100,000. Now they only need to make 80. How much would you need in savings? You would need a whopping $1.4 million in assets to achieve 80% of their pre-retirement income. Now, remember, this family is making $100,000 a year. They've been saving, right? So let's let's take a look at how long it would take somebody to save that if they were making $100,000 a year. And again, I want everybody to understand that this is going to be a simple example. I know generally you make more over time and over the years, but we're, we're not going to account any of that. So really, how long would it take someone earning $100,000 a year? And let's say that they're saving 10%. So every year you're saving $10,000 a year, you're making $100,000. So let's put this away and let's earn 7% interest on it because that's just generally what we use in the financial planning. If you're over 34 years old and you haven't started saving yet, you've missed the boat. So let's back up and let's review that. So you need $80,000 in retirement. You're earning $100,000 and you're going to save 10% and you're going to retire at 66, when do you need to start saving? It's 34 years old. And again, if you haven't started saving by age 34, you've missed the boat. So you need to save 10% of your income for 35 years in order to build that $1.4 million that you need as base income, which is really hard to attain. So let's talk about the power of a pension. And a lot of our clients work for different School districts, municipalities, county, state, whatever the case is, firefighters, teachers, police officers, things like that. At this point, again, you know, it's going to be most of our government workers, law enforcement. And what I find that's amazing is that their pensions are worth a lot of money. Let's let's look at a teacher that's getting about $3,000 a month in a pension. If you reverse engineer it, how much is that $3,000 pension a month worth? It's worth about $900,000 which means that as a teacher or firefighter, whatever your case is, your $3,000 a month is worth $900,000 in the bank. Let's look at the previous example of an individual that needed that $80,000. So you're getting $2,000 a month from Social Security. That doesn't change if you get a pension, although in some instances it does. But for this example, it won't. So you're getting $2,000 a month Social Security. You're getting $3,000 a month from a pension. So your shortfall is $1,700 a month. Or 
if you look at it, it's about $500,000. So instead of needing $1.4 million saved, you'll need about $500,000. So even if you are getting a pension or if you are working for the government or you're, you're getting some sort of municipality and you know that you're getting a defined benefit, you're still going to need to save some money. And unfortunately, we get a lot of people that don't. But I want you to understand that you're still going to need to save some money in order to equal that 80% of what you were making prior to retiring. So what are some of the alternatives? You might be asking yourself, is there a way to get more than the 4% Bengen suggested? And the answer is yes. There are some alternative investments. There's also, if you look at, if you have real estate or you have other properties, we have a whole section or a whole nother podcast on how to uh, evaluate your properties and whether or not they're properly evaluated for increased property taxes down the future, or, and not necessarily property tax, but increased taxes in the future. But suffice it to say, they're all alternatives. Please give us a call. We could help you put all of this together in a illustration, or we can put everything together in a financial plan and make sure that your income is going to be there. And uh, we always suggest you do this sooner than later. Again, I hope you enjoyed this. So it's a short podcast. It's on specifically how much money you would need to save in retirement. And I hope you enjoyed this. Feel free to comment. You can leave us a voicemail right through the website. Or you can send us an email for a suggestion on a future podcast episode. We'd be more than happy to answer you or put something together for you. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon. You should consult a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this broadcast constitutes a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentioned rates of return are historical or hypothetical in nature and are not a guarantee of future returns. Terry Martin is an investment advisor representative of FRS Investment Advisors, a Florida investment advisory firm. 